Welcome to the worst nightmare of all. Reality. Explore the lesser-known stories of our unknown world. Join the pursuit of the paranormal with Ash and Greg. Cool. So, welcome to this week's episode of Pursuit of the Paranormal. We've got a super special guest with us this week. I'm super excited about this one. We've got Joe Wood joining us for a chat. Welcome, Joe. Good to be here. Hi, Joe. I've I don't do many podcasts myself, so it's good to do. Well, so you actually host your own um, UFO-based podcast yeah. called uh, Alien Alien Nation. Do you want to give us a bit of detail about that podcast and how you got into doing that? Well, um, uh, I've always had a fascination with aliens and UFOs and what's in the what's out there the bigger picture and the mysteries of the universe and yeah you know, ever since i was a kid you know i used to lie in bed thinking if you dropped off this world and went down and down and down and down where would you get to would you land on a on a surface you know what's at the bottom of the black it used to drive me nuts so um, <laughs> and my dad uh um, was reading this uh, Sunday Times magazine and it uh, the article was, was Jesus an astronaut? And I thought, oh my God, that halo could have been a helmet, a space helmet. So, you know, I was always like that. And then years later, I was in, in uh, Brazil with my ex and uh, the kids and we were packing to leave well, uh, we were in this place called Recife in, in a house on the beach. And we were packing, I was packing, I was packing, Steve. <laughs> he started shouting from outside because we were right on the beach. Joe, Joe, there's something weird in the sky. There's something weird in the sky. So I went out to have a look and, and I looked and I went, what the hell is that? And it was just, thing shit hanging over the sea just above the sea with lights going onto it and he runs in to get his glasses and it lifted up went to the right and then it just went as fast as you can imagine i mean and i just stood there and went oh my god i've just seen a ufo and the next day we got on the plane to go to back to san paulo and then we picked up the local paper that they had on the plane and it was hundreds of people had seen the same thing. So, you know, I knew I wasn't mad, but, and that's, that, I was off then, you know, I was just. So just quickly going back to where you talked about Jesus being an astronaut. Yeah. Um, it's funny you should mention that because uh, a few podcasts ago when, we had a particular guest on we were actually talking about whether or not jesus was a hybrid alien so that that's without a doubt yeah yeah um it would explain a lot of the uh, the tales that have been told and stories uh, about resurrection and and turning yeah. wine into water uh, and all these miracles um so you, do you do you believe that could be a thing yeah for sure 
I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely convinced that star going over Bethlehem, you know, and they followed the star to the stable and uh, you know it's got to be a, a spaceship but spaceships have been coming here for hundreds of thousands well, since time since this planet i think was ready to live on um and i just they, there's too many it's too universe is too big for us to just be here it's, you know, I think it's something they say it's, um, I think it's 3,000 billion, or oh, it's 3,000 trillion planets out there, and there's 300 million galaxies, uh, different galaxies. So how can we possibly think we're alone? I think it'd be stranger if we were alone than not being alone. Yeah, it would be really scary. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah so what do you make of the theory that because a lot of people say that aliens are us from the future that they've come back to maybe see what went wrong or try and fix something uh what do you think of that theory well we should bloody hurry up and fix it for god's <laughs> sake what's going on now is unreal um i, I think there's all different uh, things. I think there's so many things. The possibilities are endless, really. Um, you could maybe you can come. I'm sure they can come back from the future. Uh, I'm sure th there's there's all different aliens and from different planets and uh, that far advanced beyond our wildest imagination. I'm sure they might be standing here now around me. They could be invisible because we only see three dimension, don't we? Mm -hmm. We don't yeah. know other dimensions and what it's like. Uh, I'm fascinated with the, the whole thing about. Um, oh gosh, my brain's gone. Uh, um, uh, not the black hole. I'm thinking about what is that? The um, I'll come back to that when my brain's working. <laughs> Uh, um, I can't think what I'm thinking about. Anyway, I'm fascinated with all the mysteries of the world and the universes. I just think I'd love to know more. And I think that's why I started the podcast, because I want to find out answers. But it seems like the deeper I dig, the less I know. And, and uh so I, I'm just going to keep digging all the time. Yeah, definitely. Some of the topics we've got onto somehow, we just, like, we, we've been doing this for four months and the stuff we've talked about, we never imagined that something, and, and like, and even to the point of thinking, yeah, that could actually be like true. We talk about, like, say, interdimensional beings and other worlds and parallel universes and portals to other dimensions where people see Bigfoot and all sorts of different paranormal creatures. Uh, so from the sounds of it, do you have do you have interest in other aspects of the paranormal like cryptids and Bigfoot and other unusual phenomena? Bigfoot, did you say? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Do you know I, I'm pretty sure that um there are aliens living under in the ground. I'm I'm sure about that. And and lots of people have seen Bigfoot. 
the, and I think the sea is so vast. There's a whole lot of stuff going on in there that we have no idea. And there's supposed to be this great big hole in, in the South, um, South Pole where, they've, uh, where Hitler actually sent boats to, to check out, but we don't know what he found out. I mean, they're not going to let us find out, are they? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Who do you think they are, just out of interest? Um, do you know, I sometimes think they are um, people that are, or, or beings that are actually dictating what's going on in this world. Because I... Sure. Yeah, I, I have a theory, well, the more I've been looking into it, I, I'm interested in like who they might be, uh, like the New World Order, those kind of things. And, yeah. And I, I still try and, I don't know who they are. I, I talk and uh, read about like high up government and I think it's, it's higher than that, but I, I just don't know whether or not it's humans or something else um sort of yeah. play, playing with us but yeah it could be the reptilians mm -hmm. could be the reptilians but um but then you've got they say it's the illuminati as well don't they but maybe the they are you know and there's that bill gates and there's soros and there's all that lot um uh, uh, it's not coming, all this that's going on now is not coming from our government, it's coming from somewhere else, that they're all, they're all saying the same narrative, so how can it be our individual government when they're all talking about the same narrative? But I mean, that's a whole other story, isn't it? It is, it is. So talking about government narrative, um, what do you think of the, the recent sort of over the last couple of years, the UFO reports that are coming out from the Pentagon and that's Tic Tac videos and. I am so excited about that, you know, because in the last couple of years, it's changed drastically. You know, when I started the podcast in 2018, everybody was like, Joe, are you sure about that? Are you sure about that? People think you're mad. And I said, no, they've got to do it. I've got to do it. My friend said to me, Joe, if you find a good subject to talk on a podcast, he said, I'll do it. We'll do it. And I said immediately, UFOs and aliens, Mike. He said, okay, let's do it. <laughs> We're about to start second series, actually, in, a, in next month. Um, but, uh, um, yeah, so, so in the last couple of years, the government, I don't know why, have suddenly decided that it's time for us to know the truth. Why? They've hidden it for so long. Do you think they are telling us the truth or their version of the truth? or Because the, the videos that I've seen, the Tic Tac stuff and um, Commander Favour, that's talking about witnessing it all over the period of a couple of weeks is is completely compelling and like you say why why is it happening now um i don't know i don't know but i, I definitely feel like we're we're getting somewhere with it yeah i think so maybe they um 
Maybe they're maybe they're distracting us, letting us have some truth, and distracting us, and something else is going on that we don't know about. I don't know. It's like they're feeding us information that we know about. I I know all the stuff that you know they're telling us. Believed it for years, so they I don't know why they're doing it now. They must be distracting us. Sure. <laughs> yeah, going back to what you said a few minutes ago about there being all different types of aliens and and all, and all this, we had a uh, John Blackburn on the on the show who owns the Stardust Ranch in um, Arizona, and he says that he's in contact with a number of different races, and there's a race that are basically very beautiful humans and their actors, their musicians, their singers, their politicians. So, with you being quite high profile. Is there anything that you could tell us? Is there anyone that you know that could be non-human? Most of my ex-boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, you, you see, I think if they walk among us, I don't think you would know if you even, even if you saw them. You know, you wouldn't know yeah. that alien. I mean. I've met some very talented. I was married. I was married to a very talented man, but he definitely was an alien. But, um, yeah, it's interesting. I'm sure there's some fantastic different race beings out there that are. I know. What I was going to say it was about dark matter. Yeah. And and I saw this program where this scientist said, dark matter surrounds us. Or you know, and they know it's there, but we can't see it, we can't feel it, we can't touch it. But it holds our planetary system together. So when you see the sun and all the planets coming out, instead of them all going around the sun at a different speed, they all go at the same speed. Which, in our logic, is it, it shouldn't happen. So you said, said they know it's there, but they can't. They, they can't, don't know how it works. And he said, for all we know, there's a dark matter race that lives within us, but we just don't see it, can't touch it, can't feel it. I thought that was a really interesting thing. Do you think that the key to unlocking that or discovering how to use or harness the energy of dark matter and being able to use it, like you said, is that the key to unlocking our potential as a human to get out there to the stars and do all sorts of wonderful things that we could do if we had that sort of technology and power. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's a long way off for us yet. I think we've got a whole lot of lessons to learn before we have that that technology and power. Um, and I think the energy of the world needs to come together as a good energy and I think we would be much better off if the world came together as good. I mean, good will always outdo evil, but yeah, I, I think we, that's why maybe they're letting us see that we aren't alone now, the governments is, is well, you know, it's gonna break down religion, isn't it? Totally when that, now that's coming out. 
Yeah, that was going to be my, my next question, is how will religion, all religions, be affected? Because some of the stories, if you take some of the stories from all the different religions, they're all, they can be seen as being quite similar. Um, so maybe it is that religion's version of actual events that have happened, God's coming down from the sky, the Egyptians talk about God's coming down from the sky. Um, yeah, so I, my, that was going to be my next question. What do you think would happen to religion if we find out we're not alone? Bearing in mind that the Bible says that God made man in his own image. So yeah. if all these aliens are different, all look different, what does God look like? Well, they say the Anunnaki were the ones that um, uh, um, the DNA changed our DNA um, and became their slaves to dig for gold and all that, weren't we? So maybe the Anunnaki have such a high power uh, that that is they are a sort of God. I mean, the, the God, a God is somebody that has such incredible power. Maybe the Anunnaki have, it's that. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I, but, you know, I look at, so the Anunnaki were a fair race, but then you've got people like the Chinese, Japanese, the Indians, the Africans. Maybe they're all from different planets originally. Mm -hmm. And they've come down, the Chinese settled over there in China, Africans down there in Africa, and now we're all mixing up. You know, I mean, it's, the mind boggles me. I sometimes drive myself crazy trying to think of everything that could be and what it, what the possibilities are, and it drives me nuts. And I have to walk away and say, "Stop thinking about this," because you you can't find out. But no. I think uh, talking to other people that are like-minded on my podcast is really good for me because I, I feel that I'm not alone with my thoughts and my. My kids think I'm mad. So do mine. <laughs> what's the um, what's the most or the, what's the most compelling account that one of your guests has given on on the podcast? One that you can say, well, actually, that is mind blowing. Um, gosh, there were so many. Uh, um, this one guy, uh, I was at a party. And I just interviewed Sean Ryder in the afternoon. I went to this party in the evening and I was telling the host about Sean Ryder. And then he said, oh my God, Joe, you need to meet this guy that's about to arrive. He's got such a great story. Do you know, I've forgotten his name. I've got one of those days on today. Anyway, he arrived and I sat down and I said, tell me your story. And he was abducted in the South of France. And he said, he they set up a tent. There was five of them. There was a couple of girls and they set their tent up. Um, they had come from somewhere else and they were in this middle of nowhere. And um, he said, they heard a humming noise uh, and they got out the tent and they were, they were under a massive light. And he said, and they don't remember anything else until nine o'clock or eight o'clock the next morning, something like that. And they were still standing in that position. 
He said wow. then when they went into the tent where they'd laid their sleeping bags out, because you always put your feet towards the door, he said they were all the other way around. He was really interesting. He said he was so frightened by it, he wasn't able to talk about it for a long time. Uh, <clears throat> now he's fine. He came and talked to me on the podcast. Uh, th but there's lots of them. There, there's, there was this wonderful girl who talked to telepath uh, te telepathically. She talks to aliens and sees them. Um, she was brilliant. Uh, um, gosh, there's loads of them. Uh, Robbie Williams was great. He's got some great stories. Um, and my first one was Dan Aykroyd. He's lovely. And he was my first one that I spoke to. And I was like a bit nervous. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a really sort of big name in the the world of uh, like Hollywood. And, and also um, he wrote Ghostbusters as well. So what, what's, what's your thoughts on ghosts? Do you have a, a theory on those? Because we speak to a lot of people who talk uh, and have an interest in aliens and ufos but they also have uh, an interest in other aspects of the paranormal like bigfoot like ash just mentioned what well, what about ghosts what's your take on that um i've never seen a ghost no. i am i'm sure that they're around i'm hoping my brother died last year so i'm hoping he's gonna come back and see me but i'm waiting and he hasn't come be come here yet <laughs> here now. uh yeah i believe in ghosts I have felt them. Uh, I was I felt them a few times in a house that I lived in, and I told my mother because my mother was very. She was the seventh child of the seventh child, oh, wow. and she called herself a white witch. So I told my mum I had uh, I had felt something, and I sat up in the night, and I could I was a bit afraid. And she said, "Don't be afraid, Josephine." That's what they call. She calls me. Uh, he said, if you feel like that, you just turn around and say, go away and leave me alone. So I felt that I felt the same thing when I uh, uh, and I sat up and I went, go away and leave me alone. And, you know, never had that again. Uh, yeah. But I also um, I'm a bit uh, I. I feel things, and uh, so I'm a bit psychic. I I um uh, I get worried. I can feel if something's going to go wrong. Usually, I think it's going to happen to me, but it usually happens to somebody else. But I I've had that a few times in my life, and then uh, yeah. Do you get a sense of who it's going to happen to? No. Uh, it was like. Um, when my dad died, I was I was really upset with him for nothing. And my mum was going to South Africa to see her family. And I was convinced that mum's plane was going to crash. Oh, and she said, don't be so stupid. I'm going to be fine. Anyway, she got there fine. And then a couple of days later, my dad died. And then I could just feel it. You know, I knew something was going to happen. Wow. So have you had any other personal experiences apart from the your initial UFO sighting in South America? You had any other UFO sightings? Yes, I was on um, 
plane going over South America, down South America. And my son was behind me in the chair and seat behind me. And we were looking out the window. He was about 15, 16. We were looking out the window and this orb came right up from nowhere. And, and it, it came towards us on the outside of the plane, obviously. Down there, we looked like that. And then it flew off and Ty went, Mum, what the hell was that? I said, I have no idea, Ty. But since then, I've seen uh, lots of videos of orbs, so I know it. Not sure what's going on there with an orb, yeah. whether it's what it is. I have no idea. So I have my theories on orbs. Um, the smaller ones, I think they are potentially spirits um captured a couple of things like that on camera myself but not not anything where i was sort of near a plane where there was so how big was this orb that you saw on the plane or outside the plane oh it was quite big i mean i we were in the plane so it was it was outside so it was big yeah yeah I met a girl at the UFO convention a couple of years ago and she films orbs all the time in her garden. And um, yeah, she was very interesting. She actually showed me her on her iPad, all the orbs just going around the garden. Woo, 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 woo. Oh, wow. Was that sort of like daytime or nighttime or? Nighttime. But she said that she has them there all the time. But she also did say that she's a, a hybrid woman. Okay. You always have to keep an open mind because who's to say she isn't, you know? That's definitely something, like Ash mentioned, in the last four months, uh, I'm completely open with everything now. We've, we've had many conversations about um, everything. Um, and if I did have a closed mind now, I think uh, I'd think I was crazy. Um, yeah. I think it's so important to have an open mind. I mean, with all the people I've spoken to, uh, yeah, and I think to myself, in, they could be well, they could be right. I, you can't dismiss it. Yeah, I, we we weren't there. We didn't see it or experience it. So who are we to say that didn't happen or we yeah. don't believe them? It's these these experiences are very personal to. A lot of people and like a lot of people say why is there not more pictures of ufos or videos of ufos it's because like when you're in that moment and you're seeing something totally you've never seen before something that could literally be life-changing the last thing you're thinking about is getting your phone out getting your camera and recording it you're just sort of living in the moment i guess to seeing something that can literally change your life it's just to enjoy well not enjoy but just to take in what's actually happening and but like a lot of a lot of cases are similar to that where the last thing they think about is i'm gonna get my phone out and, and video record this yeah yeah i mean it'd be great if you could constantly be filming i look up at the sky the whole time or you know i come out and i just stand out there and i look up to the sky just hoping they're gonna come and see me <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen now i live in the country but um you know, a living hope. 
Yeah, I, I do the same thing. It's it's nice when it's a, a nice night out, like it has been recently. I'm just walking the dogs and I'm just looking up, hoping to see something unusual. Isn't that, or... that crazy? I'm just the same. I, I just want to see another UFO or something like that. I just would love to. I, I wouldn't mind a quick whiz round in a spaceship past the moon and back again and drop me off. <laughs> so, so what so what do you think the ufos are do you think they are vessels for aliens or as we've been talking on our podcast recently that they're actually an entity of their own so they they are a thing themselves rather than a, a vessel well i've seen so many different shapes of ufos that I mean, I, I think maybe some of them could be unmanned, as you say, you know, just cruising along, uh, checking out things. And I, I think there's definitely some, I think the, the greys definitely are in, actually in the UFOs, but are the greys a being or are they a machine? You know, like a, what do they call it? AI. Mm-hmm. You just don't know, do you? So I think there are lots of, because the universe is so vast, I think there's lots of different ones. Did you see that? There's, I saw a great bit of film the other day of a, a, a ship in front of the sun and the guy saying, this ship is so massive, it's as big as the moon. And they were pulling something, you could see it pulling, I suppose, the energy from the sun but a, a ship that's as big as the moon is just beyond your imagination it's fantastic yeah I think a lot of stuff to do with space it's just it's on you just can't you can't picture how massive the the whole place is and what is actually and when we look up it's just like the, the to get to the nearest place is like billions of light years and how long it would take and the just the vast extreme of what we can see, and then there's obviously what we can't see outside the observable universe. Like I say, the possibilities are are pretty endless, and we see a lot of stuff in, in sci-fi and things like this. As uh, do you think that the the media approach, or the maybe even the showbiz approach to the subject, has changed over the past the couple of decades that you've been in in the industry? Um. Well, I I think that the that the film industry have been making these films about ET and all that they with with knowledge of what's going on uh, so that's what uh, they say that Spielberg talked to Ronald Reagan about that yeah yeah but so um, I think they've been trying doing that to break us in gradually and now the media are uh, are less, are less, um, um, turning, they're, they're not turning around and saying that, you know, it's all conspiracy theories. They're, they're less like that now. It's, it's this year, really. Yeah. I think, yeah. I, think the last, I think the last year has shown that anything is possible. Yeah. Um, like, who'd, who'd have thought we'd have all been what's happened in the last 12 months? Wouldn't have been imaginable a few years ago. Yeah. But the yeah, 
it's it's been a crazy year, hasn't it, for everybody? But um, at least we can still look at the sky and imagine the aliens. <laughs> and to, talking about the size of the um, this this particular ship being as big as the moon a moment ago. Um, the good thing about space is that there there is actually no limit on on size of your vehicle for want of a better phrase um your craft because there's no um sort of wind resistance air resistance and the power to 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 speed up is the same if you're a small thing or a large thing um i just wonder if if you think these these big ships are have come to to visit and they're the ones that send all these little probes down or they they are actually going around as like small planets that we can't see i don't know yeah i was thinking about that when i heard when i the guy said this is as big as a the moon i thought well maybe their planet started to fall to pieces i mean but how do you build a craft that's as big as the moon that's the other thing they say the moon is hollow you know have you heard that yes and it vibrates when something lands on it. It vibrates. It's like a bell. So it yeah. Was put there in order to make it work better. This planet. I have heard that. I've also heard that there is uh, some kind of uh, message that the moon is a message, and only when we're sufficiently advanced enough will we understand what the message is. Um, <laughs> Really? That, that was a uh, that was a book i read a book about i can't for life i read the book about 20 years ago I cannot for life of me remember what it is but they were saying that the moon was was actually put there uh with a message and we would understand the message at the right time um oh. so make of that what what you will um yeah, probably it, telling it, us to go to leave <laughs> Then you start thinking if that has been man, man uh, well made, um, yeah. and they could make a, a ship the size of that, and that you just can't imagine that our brains aren't able to take that in. So, so, how do you think? Um, so, we know that in our solar system, we've got all these planets and really nothing seems to, they haven't told us maybe that there's anything harboring life that we know um so how do you think that these visitors that we have in their crafts get here because they're clearly traversing billions and billions of light years i've got a theory but i just wondered what you well the black hole, black holes are ones they they mm -hmm. they say they can come through and they have to have a certain time when the black holes open up um but i suppose if you're really advanced they would have found a way to stop that g-force mm -hmm. uh and and just yes i don't know how because i mean if anybody who's seen a ufo uh near say they're silent so they're using a different form of energy and power to to power their ship mm -hmm. but i've always thought it's something to do with magnets myself but they're using something that we don't know about yet so i've got a theory and it is just a theory so 
for example, uh, a dragonfly, go go with me on this, a dragonfly yeah. has a lifespan of about a week, I think it's roughly a week, two weeks. Um, so f compared to us, and we have a lifespan of say 80 years on average. So our life to a dragonfly is this incredible, incredibly long, unfathomable lifespan. So these um, craft are trans transversing the, the universe and it's going to take them say a million years but their actual lifespan is say two million years so they're only half half their life spent traveling for example but to us we're like a day of their their yeah. lifespan so they're not actually traveling a long way in their terms because time is relative they're just traveling they're just going down the road essentially but because they're going so quick it's quick to us but not to them yes and the time so it might be a minute to them or a year to them and it might be a lifetime for us um yeah they say that quiet. go up and you stay up there ages mm -hmm. and you come down you wouldn't have aged but everybody here would have mm -hmm. the whole thing going on there <laughs> Maybe Definitely. that would be the thing to stop you, uh, women getting older. You just <laughs> up, come back, you're still the same age. Expensive way of doing it, though. <laughs> Joe, have you kept so long? I just whip there and down again. <laughs> yeah, it is fascinating. I've mean, looked at Sarah Fee Relativity and I've read quite a lot into it, and it's just just blows your mind when you're trying to just think about like I like say like the faster you faster you go on the further away from gravity you get the the slower time goes and like you say time passes slower and faster on earth and it's just it's just it just shows how much we don't know and mm -hmm. how we don't understand how the universe works because we just can't get heads around that properly. Um so yeah. what else is possible? Yeah so it's all about gravity that ages us then. It's something to do with like the the further away from the gravity you go and the, the speed and time goes slower because it's all I think time isn't a fixed thing. It's related to to everything else that's going on with gravity and and mass and all this stuff all connected and it's all changed. Like I say, it's all relative to where you are, not not all together. Like like when um like a second on a plane because it's further in the sky than it is on the ground. A second on a plane is longer than it is to someone still on the ground. Oh, um, so you think it's so you think like a second is a second, but it's not. It's just dependent. But the people on the plane, it's still a second. The people on the yeah. ground, it's longer than a second. It's just crazy. Isn't that mad? Yeah, that time thing is a real, a real um, mystifying thing, isn't it? I mean, I'm sure in the future we will learn to travel in time. Yeah, definitely. So every time you look at the sky, you're looking at something that happened millions of years ago. The planets that from the distant stars that we see, that's light from something that happened two billion years ago. So we are looking into time as we look at the stars. Obviously, with the telescopes that we have, with the more powerful telescopes, we're just looking back in time. And so it is theoretically possible that 
we can once we know how to like you can travel use use time to your to your will i guess to use it how you want to use it not be restrained by it like we are now yeah no it's really interesting isn't it the, the world is the universe is just so intriguing you know you know we know that we're not going to be able to find out everything maybe when we die and we go into the next dimension we'll be able to find out everything we're just here to just sort of we're just here to learn lessons and you know and make ourselves better souls yeah and maybe when we die we see exactly what the hell's going on and we'll be free to whisk over here and do this and do that become dark matter you yeah. just don't know yeah so uh, i think you, you touched on earlier about how like the media is does take a bit more seriously nowadays than it used to uh, but there's still like especially certain newspapers there's a lot of it's still seen as a joke subject and little green men from mars and there's a daily sport one where it's like aliens turn my wife into a snickers bar or something like something stupid um what do you think it would take to make the subject mainstream is it the media is it people like yourself talking to do what really of the world that will make people sort of open up their eyes a little bit yeah, I, I think it's uh, it, regular people um, talking about it and, and it being talked about. You know, uh, there's hardly any UFO podcasts out there because we had a look. And, and I think just to be able to talk about it and people to, to think, you know, somebody said to me uh, when I first started my podcast, they said, Joe, don't be so crazy. They're, actually, the other day as well, I did uh, Loose Women and um, Janet That's Street said something about people going on to Mars. Said they've just landed on Mars, Joe. And I said, Janet, the, the universe is so vast. You know, it was so ridiculous what she said as a... Um, a woman that has lived and been around all sorts of things that she would sort of try and make it out to be ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, lots of people do think, uh, are small-minded enough to think that we are the only ones on a planet. So, and I think the more people talk about it, the more people are going to accept and realise that is massive out there, beyond our wildest, wildest dreams. Uh, and uh, of course we're not alone. And I think the media are getting better at it. I was surprised that they didn't put anything in the paper saying Joe's gone mad, she's <laughs> <laughs> talking to people about aliens, but they didn't. The thing is though, yeah. a few years ago, they probably would. Yeah, they would have had me locked up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I remember, um, although I was quite little at the time, when David Icke went on TV and he proclaimed all this stuff about being one of the sons of gods and all this kind of stuff, and they literally tore him apart and it ruined him. Um, and then, Did it? And then, um, so he he sort of went underground as such, and the, and this 
some of his stuff that he talks about years ago is now coming true about some of the um, politicians and people like Jimmy Savile and all those kind of stuff he was reporting on years ago but obviously people wouldn't discuss that kind of thing because back then he, he was seen as crazy but he's not so much now um, but I think a few years ago had you said that you're going to talk about aliens and go on primetime tv and talk about aliens yeah people you wouldn't would have done we no. definitely wouldn't be able to do it so and to go on to loose women and talk aliens it just shows you how much the world has changed to how it it thinks about it all i mean i love that program ancient aliens and when i first started watching it it was on really late at night uh and so I'd have to record them. Now it's on at eight o'clock in the evening. All the time. Think, did you know? Did you know that you weren't, or you're not the only person to have gone on to Loose Women and talked about aliens? Oh come on! It oh you'll have to remind me of her name, Ash. Kim, Kim Wilde. Kim, Kim Wilde. Wilde. That's it. Uh, yes, I want, I'm trying to speak to Kim. Yeah. So she'd been on it and talked about that's that's two two people, high profile people that have gone on to loose women of all programmes to talk about aliens. So it uh, that's proper nice. mainstream. And that's that's morning TV, prime time morning TV as well, isn't it? Yeah. I need to get well, hold they, of Yeah, although they did um we were trying to like um they make a bit of a joke out of it saying that she'd been on the wine and yeah, they do. And stuff. But I think generally they were quite, they like to tell her stories, quite a, a compelling story that she told on there. But I think, it, like I say, it's good, like I say, uh, daytime telly. There's uh, more people getting to more people's ears, more people's faces that we are talking about this stuff. Yeah. And I think it's great, um, you know, where they're all thinking it was conspiracy theories. And it seems like these days conspiracy theories are turning out to be true. A lot of them are. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And that, so there's always truth in a conspiracy theory. Yeah, for definite. For definite. I, yeah. That was one thing that I, I used to spend a lot of time looking into to conspiracy theories. Now it's more of the, the paranormal in UFOs since we've been doing the podcast. And we've definitely heard some some crazy stories as i say crazy just because a few months ago i probably wouldn't have even dared speak about it but um yeah we we spoke to somebody who claims to have killed 19 aliens with a samurai sword cool yeah oh my God, that's great yeah it's the same that's guy that... his whole story is just incredible oh, how fabulous yeah it's it's a compelling story most definitely and um when we spoke to him there's no doubt when coming off off the call that uh he definitely believes what's been happening to him has been happening to him and weirdly when we were speaking to him we were talking about energy and uh, and things around energies and my webcam went off on the skype call my my camera actually went off for me but for the for Ash and that, they, it, there was no no interference. I, it all went weird for me. And it's happened several occasions where we've been talking about energies and that kind of thing. Uh, and we've had loads so of weird experiences. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, 
it's the energy is all around us and i think um i think that it is it is all about energy uh, and even ghosts and things like that you know if you your energy it stays behind and you don't move on then uh you're going to become that energy is going to stay here and and be part of this world yeah yeah uh, again we've we've spoken to to people about different types of um energies in hauntings and where like um an energy sort of embeds itself in in the sort of the fabric of the building and just replays like yeah, things like people walking through at a set time every day they will see the same thing we're playing yeah. called a stone tape theory where they where it just it's like a video recorder basically and just keep playing on a loop this this journey of whatever this energy yeah it's trapped mm. it needs to get yeah. out yeah it's a it's a whole fascinating thing that the um, ghosts and hauntings and things like that I, I mean I haven't delved into that but I think that would be really interesting to, to sort of look yeah. into so yeah me and Ash are trying loads of different experiments um to see if we can because of the distance between us there's about four hour journey time between us four or five hours probably more now um that we've been trying experiments where Ash is obviously up in Manchester. I'm down in Oxfordshire, um, and we're trying. Have you heard of a spirit box? Where no. it, it scans um, through a radio, and the white noise between the radio bands are where the uh, spirits or or whatever it may be um, can use that white noise to communicate. Um, oh, really? I've I've used it in paranormal investigations, and it's quite a popular method of trying to communicate so um there is a method called the esther's method where you blindfold yourself and have headphones and all you can listen to is the spirit box and then people ask questions around you and you obviously you can't hear the question but you can relay any kind of message that comes through so me and ash have tried doing it remotely pardon a bit like a medium yeah kind of Kind of. So, um, so Ash would ask the question, and then, but I can't hear it. And then, if I hear anything coming through on the headphones from this sort of sweeping radio thing, I would just say it out loud. So I wouldn't know if if Ash was talking at the time, or if he wasn't, or or whatever, um, to see if we get any kind of intelligent remote response to see whether or not distance is actually a factor in any of it. So, it worked. We've done a few tester sessions. It's somewhat, somewhat. Yeah. Nothing, nothing conclusive. But... Nothing conclusive, yeah. So we've... Um, so we're working on something at the moment. I'll, I'll show you it. Obviously, people on the podcast can't see it. But this little device yeah. is, is something that I've built. And we, we've been taking this whole sweeping radio thing to another... Um, another avenue and this particular piece of equipment provides white noise which the spirits use across the whole 
uh, audible range of um, frequencies. So there's no radio station or anything like that. It's just pure white noise. So the next step of our uh, experiments is to try and see if we can use that with no external influence. So if something comes through there, it's manipulating the, the frequencies. So watch this space. Oh. I'm going to be doing that uh, live stream on Facebook as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tell me if it happens. I might try and sort of say hello to my brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, we'll do a remote session. We'll all get on and yeah. we'll do it remotely. Yeah, yeah. That would be great. Definitely, definitely. What is the... Um, so we talked about all the different types of uh, experiences of people you've been speaking to. Um, what's the one account that somebody said to you and you've just gone, that's just completely sort of out there as such? Um, I suppose it was that guy from Ireland who um, was walking along a country lane and an alien, he said, with um, half alien, uh, half and half of his body came out of the bushes. I can't remember his name. What was that guy's name? That was a really interesting one where where he saw that Um weird alien but, uh, there were so many of them I'll have to sit down and try and remember all of them that I spoke to but I tell you who I did love speaking to uh, her name is Annette and she was the niece of um, uh, Betty and Barney Hill and she, she now works for MUFON uh, and she deals with abductions and things like that. And she was telling me that when she was, her story was really interesting. When she was a young girl, she came home from school and her her mum was on the phone to her sister, Betty. And she was telling Betty what, Betty was telling her mum what had happened to her and her husband and how her dress had been ruined and anyway uh she said that then they had um the government come over to the house the government then um made betty and barney go back to that place all the time to see if they can attract more ufos uh she said it just went on and on and on but she got such a she was so interested in it she knew that that's the world she wanted to be part of. Such a lovely lady. It was really interesting. Yeah. But uh, her auntie, it happened to her auntie. I love that story of uh, Betty and Barney Hill. And that then wasn't till they were hypnotized did they. She said that, she also said that when they were, Betty and Barney were hypnotized, Betty uh, described a, a picture that was on the wall of all the stars and she could she could remember it exactly and she uh, drew it out and then years later they saw that it was a constellation that they hadn't discovered yet and then they discovered it and realized what she had drawn that's awesome that's, yeah. that's definitely yeah, it's compelling, compelling isn't it yeah that's compelling yeah. evidence, isn't it? 
Man, mad. Gosh. <laughs> so you've got season two of your Alienation podcast uh, coming up. You got any uh, clues for any special guests that you might have on this next um, season? So we've got a few people um, coming up. We've got Melinda Messenger. Local to me. Uh, but I haven't recorded it yet. We're just getting people together. Uh, um, uh, who else have I got? Oh, that's one. Hold on. No, there's a few of them. <laughs> My producer Mike is sorting people out. We're just trying to get, um, uh, what's his name? Ryan. Uh, we're trying to get Peter Andre. He's a great believer. Um, but so we're just we're just starting to get names down. So any uh, any advice, any any suggestions you want me to talk to, just tell me. Well, we tried to get a couple of guests that you've had on yours, but um, not had much response from from the likes of Robbie Williams and and uh, Sean Ryder did message back, but said he was uh, a bit too busy. Um, but it's been great actually listening to your conversations with them mm-hmm. um obviously very high profile uh guests and it's just great because i i looked a lot into historic and current cases of celebrities and famous people that have had sightings like muhammad ali um kurt russell tom delonge and lots of big names so it's just great to hear from like i say from these high profile names hearing them talk about their experience like i said unfortunately we've not had them um like asking Bob Williams to come on, uh, a bit of a long shot, but he, <laughs> yeah, but it's great to hear it, like live it through you, live precariously through your podcast, which is great. So I'm looking forward to to the second series. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing it. Actually, I need to crack the whip and get going because everybody keeps asking me when series two, when you're going to do series two. <laughs> I, now it's all feels a bit more normal, uh, and people are less fearful so um it's a good time to start again yeah yeah real so yeah thanks very much for agreeing to come on to our show and sharing your stories and your your thoughts about this whole incredible subject oh thank you for asking me it was really great pursuit of the paranormal with ash and greg